Hello, beautiful people of the streaming world. Welcome back to Left It to Light. As always, I'm your host, Matt. Here we are again with yet another wonderful, wonderful episode for your listening pleasure. Um, just to recap, as we always do, um, Nerd House uh, Film Productions. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. And even more importantly, I hope you went to go check out the uh, movie Devil's Income on YouTube or wherever. Um, check it out. It's a cool movie. I think you'll enjoy it if you haven't already. Um, but it also too, if you, if you are at this episode and you're like, Hey, what, what are you talking about? Go back one episode, take a listen to, uh, the nerd house episode and enjoy it and then find out, you know, about the movie. That'd be a good idea. So I hope you guys, um, have had a wonderful entrance into the fall weather with uh, rain and chilly and you know it is what it is we're, we're at that time of the year we're in October we're uh, headed straight into um, Halloween and the holiday season so I, I hope like Halloween because um, it seems to always be kind of like not great weather it's either rainy or it's really cold or something I hope we get a good day so the kids can get out and actually like do something unique for once and not wear a coat over there costume for Halloween. That would be cool. Wouldn't it? You know, it actually see some costumes. That's the trouble with the Midwest, you know? Um, so this, this episode we have, if you listen to the preview, um, you're probably wondering what the episode is. Um, but I'm talking to Heisler's bootery, um, a business that has been around longer than most of everybody here listening. Probably, I think probably everybody listening. I, I can't remember the year. But yeah, I think it, it's older than everybody listening to this episode. Um, so I talked to Jim and uh, the cool thing about this one that I really enjoyed is that I got to hear some Crystal Lake history uh, right off the beginning. You're going to hear some names that are pretty important in Crystal Lake. Um, so I thought that was really cool. And uh, one thing I'm going to mention, I'm going to give this away a little bit. Um, but uh, if you go to Heisler's Bootery, uh, Jim has some t- ice tools from when they actually used to harvest ice out of Crystal Lake. And hopefully he still has them. We recorded this a while back. I know he had to return them at some point. Um, but I'm sure, he, I'm sure they're still there. I kind of think they are. Cause I mean, it's not like people are going to come to take them from him. So, uh, but yeah, that's, that's one reason to even just go check out Heisler's bootery. Um, number two, um, you can easily get into a conversation just like you're about to hear if Jim is there. Um, so I, I know uh, Jim Jim was told beforehand to keep it short. <laughs> if, maybe those weren't the exact words, but um, I, I kind of knew going in that I might have to uh, wrangle him in a little bit, which I actually did not have to um, because the conversation was fun. It was cool. Um, and we didn't really get off topic. So um, my thanks to everybody at Heisler's Bootery for... Uh, allowing me to do this, allowing me to come down and, uh, hang out in the basement with them and record this. So, um, yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm going to get to the stuff that I always have to get to here. Uh, email me again. I'm Matt email address is left at the light pot at gmail.com. Um, that's a wonderful way to get a hold of me. And also too, and here's the problem is when I, I got this new phone number that you guys can text, right? And if you have suggestions, um, comments, criticisms, whatever, 
Um, it's a way, another way to get a hold of me. Cause I kind of figure like, you know, you're probably going to be like listening. Maybe you got your phone out or something like that. Um, might be an easier way to get a hold of me. But the thing is I start to babble when I get to the phone number and here's the reason why I don't have it memorized. So while I'm talking and recording at the same time, I'm actually pulling up the phone number because I have to see what it is to tell you what it is. <laughs> 815-320-4495. Again, 815-320-4495. So text me, let me know what you think. Let me know some businesses that you want to hear from, um, any, any new businesses, anything that you might have, uh, think might have a cool story, or maybe, you know, the story of something. Um, I think that would be really cool, uh, to get in touch with, um, something I'm thinking about for next year. And maybe, um, you're a Crystal Lake resident that has been around for ages. Um, maybe someone who, you know, grew up here, uh, and they're, They've basically been in Crystal Lake their whole life and they're retired, you know, like been around that long type of thing um, to maybe talk about some Crystal Lake history. That would be something cool. So if, if you're listening to that, to this episode, maybe, maybe you want to reach out for that reason. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, um, sit back, relax, uh, enjoy your drive um, either to or from work. However you listen to us. Um, here's my episode with Heisler's Bootery and Jim. All right, Jim, uh, I'm here at Heisler's Bootery, <laughs> and we're downstairs, we're in the basement, and um, you guys have been around forever, so 1908, so who's, who started the business? I don't know how old you are, but I don't think you're that old, um, <laughs> but who started the business and why? My grandfather, John Heisler, uh, came here as an immigrant, couldn't speak too much English, if any as a Hungarian immigrant and um, got off the train in what was called Crystal Lake, but at the time it really wasn't Crystal Lake. It was another town, and uh, but people only knew it as Crystal Lake. It was the town of Nunday. Uh, lots of history to tell you, but uh, he got here and needed to make some money to live. So we got a job cutting ice for the Knickerbocker Ice Company on Crystal Lake. And I have uh, a loan of some ice cutting tools here at the shoe store today. And uh, uh, along with maybe upwards of close to 200 farmers, people that had nothing much to do in the wintertime, they were hired by Knickerbocker to cut and shave and, and harvest the ice off of Crystal Lake. This was before, of course, refrigerators. And uh, they were all laid off. And as my dad Leonard would would say, he Grandpa was laid off when the when the ice got rotten. <laughs> you know, no more ice to cut or walk on. And so, what do you do then? Well, his friend at that time was a fellow by the name of Ben Rao, who had a hardware store. And Ben was uh, nice enough to give Grandpa John uh, a little bit of bench space to start his little shoe repairing, anything to do with leather. And mm -hmm. most of it, I think, in those early days was to do with horse harness. No tractors too much in the area. So he was uh, kept quite busy doing that. And, and eventually, over the years, uh, uh, he got too busy and probably ran out of uh, Ben Rao's bench space, mm -hmm. and he had to have his own place. Um moved around in different locations here in downtown Crystal Lake, 
over the years. Growing up, I only knew High Street Bootery as it was on Woodstock Street, where Judas Fallinger's School of Dance is. Okay. And by the way, they did a beautiful job of restoration of that terracotta facade there. Anyway, uh, in about 1965, we outgrew that location and moved over here to the corner of Brink and Williams. Uh, which, and then that's another whole piece of history. Uh, the man who built this building was Charles Tech, uh, probably Crystal Lake's most successful realtor, and um, just bought and sold so many properties back to back in the day and uh, promoted Crystal Lake. And as Grandpa grew his business, the town of Nunday, where we, where he was located, um, changed to be called North Crystal Lake. And the village of Crystal Lake, of course, was closer to the lake. Um, a separate village was uh, merged um, and um, in about 1914. So the village of Crystal Lake and the village of North Crystal Lake um, became the city of Crystal Lake. And the rest of the history, as far as the the growing up of this community goes, uh, yeah, we've been here since 1965, and uh, it's it's really the greatest location. It's, it's a nice spot because you're right on the corner. And I want to point out one thing that I, I find interesting about what you just said. It's like it's like Chris Lake name dropping because <laughs> all the names are so important into the Chris Lake history. Um, it's it's quite amazing that like um, Heisler's Bootery has been around that long. Um, so you said it was your great grandfather, and he started out just like like fixing leather. Just my grandfather, not my. Oh, sorry, grandfather, grandfather. <laughs> and that was 115 years ago, 1908. And uh, um, it's just the building we're in here, and this space is another whole uh, session to tell you about. And I I uh, helped author a book called The Pictorial History of Crystal Lake when we were. Uh, uh, at our sesquicentennial 150-year celebration a few years back. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know, I got bitten by the local history bug and uh, collected, I still do have quite a collection of old pictures of the community and people, yeah. very, very important uh, people that kept us going forward to the city. So you've seen a lot of change, especially in, in the downtown area, just in your time here. Um, how how has that been to see Chris Lake? I, I mean, also too from like you know just a farm town to a village to a city. I mean, how is that just watching that change? Uh, it, it's just amazing. Um, I'm glad I went to school when I did in the area. Uh, it, it, well, we call it Crystal Lake uh, Community High School, CLCHS, and now it's mm-hmm. just called just it's just called Central High School. <laughs> anyway. Um, Really interesting getting together with kids in those days that didn't grow up through the first eight grades. They came in from Fox River Grove and Cary and the farm folks in between and all joined us at the one and only high school. We had one heck of a series of good athletic teams, music uh, groups. Everything was just fabulous. And, And now sometimes I look at it and I say, I think they're competing against each other. Because we have so many high schools, but they're all—they've all blossomed. They—they they have such uh, such good reputations all by themselves. 
Uh, yes, I've, it seems that Heister's Brewery is kind of a, uh, I guess I'll call it a, a bit of a magnet here on the corner of Brink and Williams. Uh, folks come in here and looking around every now and then trying to find something that they recognize because there's so many things that are not probably the way they remember it when they went to school around here or, mm-hmm. or maybe they moved back and they're here visiting during the ice warm months. Uh, and here we are. <laughs> And uh, sometimes I actually get a chance to sell a few shoes <laughs> to people too much, maybe. And, uh, reminiscing and um, kind of a kind of a collection of, of memories here at our front door. Uh, you know, it's interesting. Uh, it, there's nothing like serving a an old timer that's still clicking upstairs and and can carry on a nice conversation while I'm fitting their shoes. <laughs> I learn a lot. You, you, yeah. you never quit learning. Um, have you, have you seen like just different generations of customers? Like, you know, you, you help like out someone's like a mom and then they bring in their kid and stuff like that. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, these little, little bitty feet are moms and dads now that come in, bring in their kids mm-hmm. and, um, and still quite a few grandparents coming in too. Just, uh, I might uh, guess that uh, Eisner's Bootery is the oldest uh, uh, business in downtown Crystal Lake, and certainly by the same family. It has to be. I was going to ask and see if you knew that because of, I, w- I wanted to make sure I saw the year out there. Yeah. Um, but I would have to think that it's the oldest in the, at least downtown. There are some, some long-time businesses down here, but I think we might be able to claim the the clown and yeah. there are a couple of others armsby motors is filled here and uh old fast mine main of mine dick Ormsby, passed away about a year ago and ken calc is here in the calc's butcher shop around the corner mm-hmm. just down the street from where high street bootery used to be when i was growing up um and that might be it i think everybody else is much newer yeah yeah a lot of new space around here um, this is like, like you were just saying, this is a, a family owned business. And also like from the very start back in 1908, um, is that something that when it was passed down each generation, was that something that you were like, that's what you wanted to do? You wanted to get into the family business? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> that's the answer I was hoping for, but I very frankly, I was head over heels in music and, uh, Right up until my junior and senior year, I, I, I just knew I wanted to be a professional musician. And uh, after doing some research, very few people actually make a, a steady living being a professional musician. Mm-hmm. So the next best thing was to teach it. So I, I was a band director for about 16, 17 years in public schools around here. And of course... Uh, always available during vacations and, and mm-hmm. things to help dad and grandpa out here at the shoe store. So uh, how'd you end up here then? Well, as things go, um, uh, I was riffed. The band department was, uh, was called, it's called a reduction in force. Oh, okay. Okay. And so the art department was killed. The music department was killed. Just the, the three R's were left alone and, and put mm-hmm. boards of uh, school boards have to um, have a, a valid budget that they can afford. 
and um, the extras, quote unquote, uh, were let go. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you do? You go to work with full time with your dad, you know, with your grandfather. So I was lucky enough to have a a fallback position, mm-hmm. you know. They're not not so many people are that lucky. And, yeah, but there's so many stories to tell you about our our cool customers and <laughs> and why I'm even still living in Crystal Lake, where I live. And uh, um, it, it's it's really quite a quite a story. Yeah. Um, so you loved music. Yeah. What, what did you play? I majored in trumpet. Trumpet? Okay. Still play, attempt to play. Attempt to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Crystal Lake Community Band is where I hang my hat on Tuesday nights over at Cary Grove High School. And, uh, there's a whole series of concerts during the year. And, uh, our first one's coming up in, uh, at Main Beach. Oh, okay. And, uh, it's a free concert and, uh, I enjoy playing even though I, don't have the lip I used to have when I had more time to practice, but uh, it's taken me uh, literally to other continents, you know, playing. Well, that's pretty cool. I mean, that's, you know. I, I'm really lucky. Yeah, yeah. Something outside of the shoes. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, so, so during your free time, you're playing trumpet, and then you're here helping out customers all the time, so. Yep, we have uh, four stores under our wing. Uh, I shoot Blu-ray, of course, is the mm-hmm. oldest one. There's three red-winged uh, dealerships that we, we own. Keeps me on top of, I try to keep on top of everything here. It's, it's um, getting through COVID and all that. It's It's been quite a challenge, but I mean, logistically speaking, as far as getting product to sell that might be, floating in some big container ships off the coast mm-hmm. of California for a while. And the country is, is maybe the world, but the country for sure is, is changing its direction uh, politically and yeah, is down to earth, having enough to sell goods in a timely way. You know, our business is so, uh, here at Heisman Brewery, is so involved in, in, in the seasons of the year. Yeah, you know, you just have to get things to sell at a certain time, and or it's going to be too late. You know, it's it's going to get cold again. You know, you can't sell sandals and in November. Uh, no <laughs> I mean, if you're staying around here <laughs> and not being a snowbird, there you go. Anyway, lots to tell you. There's, uh, keeps me. So I'm curious, since um you you picked up the business from your father, uh, where's the business going next? As you, Matt, you're looking over at daughter Jody. I am, and she's avoiding eye contact. <laughs> no, Jody's our fourth generation Heisler. Uh, um, she's recently getting getting literally both feet wet, but <laughs> being very busy here. Uh, and in most retail situations, it's you know you're not on the clock. You're thinking about it all the time. Uh, you're over getting things ready for the next time you're opening the front door you have to you have to be working at it like that you know and it's a little bit like teaching too as i look back at it it's uh teaching isn't a nine to five you know your brain is going all the time even when you're home when you're supposed to be away from the kids that you're teaching uh but you're you're not mentally away you're you're with them yeah. you know and same thing with any business 
I, I really believe that a business owner or a teacher, it's with you all the time, every day, not, not just by the clock. Yeah. So. McHenry County Living has proudly shared great local stories and events for 16 years. If you haven't already, cruise over to McHenryCountyLiving.com and see what we're all about. Be sure to also follow us on social media. McHenry County Living is a proud sponsor of Left at the Light. You know, I imagine, I imagine it keeps you pretty busy um, because, for one, before I got here, I did not know you guys owned the other Red Ring, Red Wing Shoe locations. Um, Jody had mentioned that to me. Um, when did that start? Well, my first one uh, is here in Crystal Lake, on the edge of Crystal Lake, at about about 16 years ago, um, right, right on Randall Road and at the corner, of the stoplight corner. McHenry Avenue and Randall, recall, very close to South High School. Um, then, then the next one, about uh, five years ago, uh, we opened one in Tim. And uh, maybe just a couple of years ago, we we had the chance to open one in in, uh, in Sycamore. Okay, that's that's enough. <laughs> that's enough. That's good. <laughs> um, how is that partnership? Because uh, franchise. Um, I assume Red Wing Corporate calls it a dealership, but they don't call it a franchise. And so I'm actually uh, an owner with my my son, uh, Jason, and uh, we do have to, like franchise holders, have to dance to their tune, so to speak. They mm-hmm. have their rules and their way of presenting their product and mm-hmm. and uh, and everything. And and of course, uh, we can put your own to a certain extent, your own local twist on it. And um, uh, hopefully the customers that know High Street Buttery and just want Red Wings, mm-hmm. that's where they're, they'll end up going. If you want it. Red Wings and anything else, you come to High Street Buttery. Yeah. Well, one thing you like, at least in my experience with Red Wing shoes, is that like if you want Red Wing shoes, that's what you're going to get. I mean, it seems to be a very loyal brand for most people. A good, a very good shoe on. Yeah. Well, it's been around since 1905, and uh, Grandpa Heisler, my grandfather, jumped in in 1908. So, same okay. vintage, you know. So he got in. He got in with Red Wing pretty early then. Not that early. Not that early. Grandpa did his repairing and shoe building and harness making and repairing. Actually, got into factory made shoes around, right around the First World War. And then after that, a uh, couple of more big-time wars and recessions and depressions. And, and as a matter of fact, he had a, he survived the Spanish flu back in around 1918, 19. And, uh, of course, people didn't get around like they, they do today. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why it didn't really uh, kill as many people as, as the last flu epidemic. But... Um, not at all. They they survived. Got through it. Yeah, interesting how that comes full circle with the fifth. No, it really is. Yeah, pandemics, so to speak. <laughs> um, I was curious. So I was looking at the sign outside. Now, obviously, that's not the original sign. Um, but the, is the logo the original? No, no. Developed that with some professional help a few years ago, but um, and the lettering style is a little, you mm-hmm. know. 
things. As I remember, it was Heisler's shoe and harness shop or something like that. Grandpa had painted on his windows back in the day, mm. before we moved over here. Okay. It became Heisler's bootery well before we moved over here, but the harness and repair shop name to it well, I imagine so I don't need all that. <laughs> um, you guys still do uh, shoe repair? No, we don't, but we have a tenant next to us and that uh, covers that base. Oh, okay. When we bought the building in about 1965, the existing one of the existing tenants is, was a shoe repair shop, so Dad decided not to run competition and bringing our repair shop business from around the corner on Woodstock Street over here, so we step back from uh, the repair business, let the tenant do it, do the job. <laughs> that works. I mean, it saves you some time. Um, how much floor time uh, do you plan on doing Heisler's Bootery before it's passed along? It's a, it's a matter of, of, of uh, you, know, you know, thinking it out and trying to uh, step away gradually. By the way, no pun intended. But uh, there's a lot to learn, uh, a lot of people to, to understand. I don't know how anybody can successfully buy a fitted product online, if you don't mind me saying so. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's probably a, at least one generation out there that doesn't know any better. They don't even know what a shoehorn is, much less sitting down and get their feet measured. They'll just go and do it online, or they'll walk into some big box store and say, well, that that box is a pretty box on the shelf. I wonder what, what I could fit it, whatever's in that box, you know. But they, they, they do what they can, you know, in a lot of places. Uh, so have free returns, you know. But uh, more and more people are, I think, as I'm reading uh, and talking to folks, that they're coming around to finding out that they can get better service and more valuable service at bricks and mortar stores instead of just guessing, literally guessing, shopping online. Yeah. Um, that, that does make me think of like, how are you able to compete with some of those big box stores? Because I mean, there's several shoe stores in Crystal Lake alone. Uh, all of us, all our independents are, are we, it's all about service and taking care of our people um, and getting to know their needs. There was a lady here last night, well, past uh, closing time and she just couldn't make up her mind and she wanted a certain pair of shoes and I had to, I had to tell her I said you know what I'm not going to sell you that pair of shoes they don't fit you but she wanted them <laughs> well she didn't get them yeah. I said the next time you have some more time and you can think about this come on back in and we'll put you on this space age um, scanning machine that we have here at City Floor and, that's, and it really works you can See where your arches are for what, what arches you don't have anymore and hold you up. And go from there and get the right kind of fitting, the right kind of shoes, art support. Yeah. I, it's service. Again, yes, yeah. it's all about a personal thing. I think that's one of the, the neat things about like downtown Crystal Lake is to why some businesses are sticking around is that you do get that like service that yeah. it doesn't so much exist anymore. So, I mean, you walk into a big box store. You can walk around and never talk to somebody that actually works there. And that's the nice thing with coming into like 
you know, like here or any, any of these downtown businesses where you're going to talk to somebody and probably get like the answer, the questions that you need. So, yeah, yeah I think that's super important. It's, it's so much more human. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, Amazon is easy and everything, but are you going to, how many times, you know, it's, I think it's funny and this just is making me think of it. Like, you know, Kohl's has an Amazon return center, right? So like, they had to have some way to do returns easier because of how many returns they're getting. That's kind of how I look at that. Yeah. And for what reason? An amazing story in one recent Wall Street Journal is just about that subject, about the huge returns really needing into their bottom line. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, we want to do it right the first time if we can. Here we are. Yeah. And still in Crystal Lake. So, um, what, what's next for Heisler's Bootery? What's what do you guys? Oh, you know what? I wanted to ask you about you. You guys were talking about the Ukrainian the boots that you have upstairs. Oh, yeah. Tell me about that a little bit. I want to make sure we talked about it. Backing up just a bit, one of the uh, corporate uh, ways of doing business, Red Wing Corporate, uh, they have a thirty day return guarantee. If you buy a Red Wing boot or shoe and you don't like it. Within 30 days, whatever the reason, you can bring it back. Well, hopefully, you still have your receipt, you know. But anyway, some of those shoes can be just brushed up and cleaned up and resold because they're, they're really pretty darn new, especially if they bring it, bring it back in a box mm-hmm. with the barcode on it. But uh, there are a lot of guys that in 30 days, they've really, uh, you can tell they were used. Yeah. And that's putting it mildly. But anyway, corporate says... Well, give them their credit. We want to keep them as a customer and keep them happy. Um, we'll write that boot off and give you credit for it. You don't have to worry about that part. That, and then please turn around and throw it in the dumpster. <laughs> well, that really rubbed me the wrong way, if I, if I didn't say so, because a lot of those boots and shoes still have a heck of a lot of good wear. If they might be a little dusty or messed up, that a little scrubbing could get them fixed up. So I haven't thrown them in the dumpster, and I, I collect them. And after several months goes by, uh, twice now, I've made a contact with a uh, local Ukrainian dentist in Crystal Lake, Dr. Skiba, and um, he has connections with uh, uh, some more Ukrainian folks that have family and and connections over in the Ukraine, and they put together a dumpster, not a dumpster, what's a container? A container, shipping container. And they collect all kinds of good stuff, and and they were so happy to get my boots. And so we're getting another uh, pickup here Monday morning. They're coming by and getting another, I've got very close to 48 pairs of boots and shoes that I'm giving. Mm -hmm. And you gave them how many before? Oh, Gosh, at least a hundred pair. Yeah, yeah. I just can't throw them away, man. I just there, there's, they're still too good to. Yeah. No, that that's a great thing. Those folks are running for their life over there. Mm-hmm. So, and the reservations with given the Native American, but. Oh, and that's yeah. We haven't. Joni was just mentioning and reminding me that not just the Ukrainian effort, but uh, we did keep another whole. Pick up truck load full of, uh, uh, I'll call them used boots and shoes to uh, two different Indian reservations here, one in Wisconsin and one in Minnesota, or South Dakota. 
So anyway, a couple of, we have a neighbor who was kind of direct connection of that. And, and uh, well, I've gotten nice thank you cards back in the mail from those folks. And they, they have a distribution uh, set up so they know who gets them. And actually people were lining up at the reservations to get their, get the boots that that, that don't fit down. So at least I feel good about that. Yeah. But get some good out of something else somebody else thought was trash. Yeah, rather than making something waste. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's just, that's just part of being brought up. Yeah. <laughs> so I, as I interrupted my, myself here, what what's next for you guys? Um, I, I see Jody bringing in some heel balm that she's trying out. And <laughs> well, we're trying to move along and always uh, looking for fresh styles and things to, to uh, help the, the population that comes through downtown Crystal Lake, but not forgetting the older ones. And uh, right now we don't sell kids' shoes, but I'm thinking about getting back into kids' shoes. Uh-huh. Um, if anybody needs to get fitted and measured properly, it's little bitty growing feet. You know? Yeah. And uh, there isn't anybody around that does that too much. Vista. All the stride rise stores have closed and taken a bow to the uh, the Walmarts that you can do it pretty darn cheap and mm-hmm. guessing, you know, far as little kids' shoes go. But uh, when I'm recently hearing that there's more to it than just dollars. Yeah. You got to. Gee, some, some little kids come in. I can remember doing a lot of orthopedic fitting for the folks in, in the area with prescriptions in hand. And, and uh, maybe three months later, they need a, a little bigger pair of shoes when you're a little bitty person that can just barely stand. Yeah. I think the, I don't remember if I got my first pair of shoes here, but I do remember that I had like an arch thing and I had like some inserts and this is where we came from when I was like five, six years old or something like that. That was, that was my first experience at Heisler's. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 been a long time, and a very long time. <laughs> um, well, I, I appreciate you having me in here before you guys opened and uh, sitting down and talking with me about the history and everything. Mom. But Heisler's Foodery down here, Crystal Lake. What are the streets? The corners here, corner of Brink and Williams. Brink and Williams, right across from the big row clock on the corner. There you go, name dropping again. All right, thank you again. <laughs> Take care. All right, there it is, another episode in the books. That was my talk with Jim at Heisler's Bootery, downtown Crystal Lake, right on the corner. Um, They've been around forever. Go check them out. Uh, Go talk to Jim. Have a good time. Go see some of our other friends down there. Uh, You can can go buy some shoes. You can go down to Cafe Olympic and have some breakfast. Um, You can go, you can even go across the tracks and see some of our friends uh, that's Maury Pizza or maybe across the street at Duke's Ale House and enjoy a beer, whatever you want to do. Uh, we're everywhere. We're just everywhere. Uh, uh, be sure to email me, uh, leftatthelightpod at gmail.com or text at the phone number 815-320-4495. So that's the way to get a hold of me. Um, you can also, you can also, if you so choose, uh, head on over to uh, the Facebook that's what it's called, right? The Facebook. 
and you can uh, search Left at the Light Podcast and find our Facebook page. If you don't want to listen to the face, the face. If you don't want to listen to the podcast on um, Apple Podcasts, and maybe you're a Spotify kind of person or an iHeartRadio type of person, uh, those options are pinned at the top of the Facebook page. So you can find a different way to listen to it. If you if you have all your podcasts in one spot, I do I do the same thing. Um, you know, I don't like to, you know, if I find like a podcast on some other platform because of an ad or whatever it is, and then I'll just go find it on Apple Podcasts because that's where I choose to listen to mine, <laughs> as most of our audience does. But, you know, um, yeah. So thanks again to uh, everybody at Heisler's Bootery. Thanks to the sponsor, McHenry County Living, for just being awesome. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next time uh, on the old podcast. So, uh, be safe, be happy, enjoy your week. I'll, I'll, uh, talk to you guys next time. I'll do most of the talking. Don't worry. Uh, and, uh, we'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye. When you started out, like, what was the what was the first style of car that you drove or model of car? Um, twenty twenty Shelby. Shelby Mustang. Okay. Um, were you scared at all jumping into that thing in the beginning? Because also too, it's like you don't have your driver's license. So like, I mean, tell me about that. Um, not really because I didn't have my driver's license, but my dad kind of let us drive around the shop here and there, like yeah. move cars for him. So kind of like I knew how to drive, just not on road. So then we kind of just went on there and it just kind of happened. <laughs> yeah. This is too funny to me because she's equating moving a car in and out of the shop to doing 150 miles an hour on the race course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like there's no in between there.